Hello, welcome to Workplace Wake Up. I'm Jen Shaw. Every week, I spend about 15 minutes covering legal developments, introducing you to interesting guests, and providing some entertainment to start your workday. Hello, everyone. Thanksgiving is over and the holidays are around the corner. I cannot believe we're almost at the end of 2023. Unbelievable. But here we are. So our topic today is some strategies for you to comply with the new laws and the new requirements for 2024. As many of you probably know, we have our first legal update session tomorrow, November 30th. Uh, This is our 23rd year of doing legal updates. We hope you can join us. We have another session in December and one in January as well, but we hope you will make it. I'm going to give you a little preview of the things that we're going to talk about at the legal update to help you be compliant. So in no particular order, here are some strategies and some things I want you to think about for 2024. First of all, the new laws. All right, we have several new laws. We have SB 553, which requires all employers in California to develop a workplace violence prevention program. It's very specific. It requires that you have a workplace violence prevention plan and that you do annual training. So we will give more information about that in our legal update, but it is a very important new requirement. As you probably know, Cal OSHA has been working on this for years to try to come up with a standard that would apply to general industries regarding workplace violence prevention, but we finally have some movement from the legislature and SB 553 is important. We also have SB 848. This is a new leave law, not that we need more leave laws in California. There are so many reasons for employees not to come to work in this state. But SB 848 uh, will require you to give your employees unpaid leave due to a reproductive loss, something like the end of a pregnancy, um, the unsuccessful adoption or foster care process. There are a lot of categories of things that are protected here, but it's very important that you know it's going to require you to update your employee handbook. Now, we have two new minimum wage requirements. SB 525 raises the minimum wage for nearly all healthcare workers. You have to make sure that you are following what that means, um, who is a healthcare worker, and you're going to have to comply with those minimum wage requirements. We also have AB 1228, which sets a $20 fast food minimum wage. This new minimum wage uh, applies to national fast food chains. There's a lot to look at here. You want to make sure that you are meeting these minimum wage obligations, whether you're looking at the healthcare employer or healthcare worker, or you're looking at the minimum wage for fast food workers. We also have a couple of laws about non-competes. 
SB 699 says that employers are prohibited from entering into non-competes with California employees if those non-competes are void under California law. As many of you probably know, non-competes are virtually unilaterally illegal in California. There are very limited exceptions. And this new rule, SB 699, is going to apply regardless of whether the employee executed the agreement in another state or whether they were working in another state when they executed it. If you're doing business in California, you are covered by SB 699. A related law is AB 1076. This law requires you to give notice to employees if they have signed agreements with you that contain unlawful non-compete provisions. So if you have employment agreements where you thought, well, I know it's probably not going to be enforceable, but I want to add this anyway as a deterrent effect. Really bad idea at this point, because you've got to give notice and going forward, you're not going to want to be in a position where you have to give this notice. So non-competes are really going to be very narrowly used. Same with non-solicitations. We also have expanded paid sick leave. The Healthy Workplaces, Healthy Families Act of 2014 is being expanded under SB 616. What it does basically is require you to provide more leave. So it's not three days or 24 hours, it's five days or 40 hours. So there is a lot to think about in terms of updating your handbook not only for the new paid sick leave under 616, but also with respect to any of these laws that may affect your policies, such as SB 848 regarding reproductive loss, and also SB 553 for that workplace violence prevention program. I also want you to keep in mind as a strategy for 2024, I want you to read everything you send to your employees. Everything. You need to have HR if you're in a big enough company to have in-house HR, they need to look at any substantive emails anyone sends out about benefits, about programs, about any sort of wage hour or employment law compliance. We have had so many situations this year with employers that are dealing with lawsuits that are based on the fact that one of their managers or supervisors sent out some memo or some harebrained scheme about something, and now the employer's holding the back. So make sure that you have policies requiring when there's something substantive that's being sent out, you need review. HR, personnel, EEO, health and safety, the executive director, whoever it is, somebody needs to take a look at what's going out. Okay, the third thing I want you to think about for a compliant 2024 don't take unnecessary risks, all right? So you have somebody who says to you, I don't want to take my meal period. I know I'm a non-exempt employee. I'd rather go home half an hour early. And you say to yourself, well, I've never been sued for this. Is it really a big deal? Yes, yes, it is. It's a big deal. One situation like that can get a plaintiff's lawyer knocking at your door for a private attorney general's act matter. You don't want that. You don't need that. That's, in fact, the last thing you need. Employment laws, employment compliance, these are not the place that you want to be fast and loose. 
All right. There are other things that you may think are less important. How much money you spend on marketing, whether you really need that new office furniture, how much you're going to think about strategic planning, right? Do you actually want to hire someone to help you do a strategic plan five years out? Okay. That's all great stuff to think about. But when you're talking about the law, when you're talking about employment law, all right, you have got to really carefully evaluate your risk. And if you're a risk taker and you decide to do it, don't yell at your lawyer when you get sued, especially after your lawyer has said, this is a high risk practice. I don't recommend this. All right. You run your business. You're allowed, of course, to take whatever risk you want to take. I just want to tell you that many, many people will tell you that a risk is minimal, but they're not going to be the ones paying the bill. Most employment law issues do not have minimal risk. Whether you're talking about wage hour, you're talking about health and safety, you're talking about leaves of absence, you're talking about diversity, equity, and inclusion. We screw any of this stuff up. It is not a small check we will be writing. So when we talk about risk, and I think clients ask me about this all the time, well, Jen, how risky would that be? Well, let's just talk about what an average lawsuit would be. You know, the average wrongful termination lawsuit is going to cost you a half a million dollars to litigate. Now, if you happen to have insurance, great, more power to you. And you're also going to have to use the law firm that that insurance company requires you to use. And you're going to have to pay really close attention to what's going on. I've litigated those cases. They inundate you with so much work to do. You're going to have to be the squeaky wheel as a client to make sure you're getting what you need from that litigator who is handling a case as an insurance matter. Don't get me wrong. I love EPL insurance. I think it's great. I think it's a great sort of blanket protection. It's a good safety net for employers to um, know that they've got an insurance policy. But remember, there are conditions of insurance policies, and you've got to make sure that, that you understand how they work. The last thing I want you to do to think about a compliant 2024 is being kind. And I know you're sitting there thinking, Jen, there's no rule that says you have to be kind. I know that. I get it. But here's the deal. People who sue you don't love you. They are suing you because they are upset. You have hurt their feelings. They don't think you've treated them fairly. They feel like you've taken something away that they're entitled to. They are not happy. Okay? If you work hard to be kind, to coach, to mentor, to do what you should be doing for retention, to make employees feel like they want to be part of the team. They appreciate what you're doing for them. They will not sue you. They may complain. They may tell you there's an issue, but they're going to give you the chance to fix it. And that is worth the price of gold. All right. It just is. It's absolutely something that you can't buy. It requires your personal involvement and your personal commitment. But when you get it, your organization is so much better off because you're going to have people who can collaborate, who can work together cooperatively, who know that your expectation is that they are kind. Now, are they always going to be kind? No, we all have a moment. 
But if that's the culture, if that's the expectation, you're going to be way ahead of the game from an employment law perspective. So number one, you've got to know your new laws. Join us at our legal update, one of our three sessions. Make sure you know the practical implications of every one of these new laws. Make sure you read everything that goes out to your employees. I don't mean, do you know, do you want to meet me for lunch at two? I'm talking about substantive emails or letters about programs, benefits, compensation, etc. Number three, don't take unnecessary risks. There are places you can take risks in your business, but you need to know what the risks are and you need to be able to appropriately assess them. Many employment laws, many issues that come up in the workplace are not low risk, even if you're dealing with one employee. As I mentioned earlier, one wrongful termination claim could be very expensive, right, for one employee. So when you think about the risks you're taking, make sure you can make an informed decision, that you understand what is at stake and what risks you are actually taking. And the last thing is to be kind. Treat people in a respectful, professional manner. Make sure that you have an appropriate balance of caring about them personally, but not overly prying into their lives. Make sure that you offer opportunities for growth and advancement. Even if you're a small business where there's not a lot of room for for a new position, for example, for positional promotions, can you give them more duties? Can you give them uh, more compensation? What, what can you do to recognize someone who's hung in there with you, who's been there for a while? If you do these things, you are going to have a compliant 2024. I cannot even believe I'm saying 2024. It's so crazy. But we're almost there, folks. We have a month to go. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. I can't tell you how much I appreciate your willingness to send me ideas, give us feedback. I'm always open to criticism. So whatever I can do better, I'd always like to hear that. So thank you so much, everyone. Have a wonderful rest of your day. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to spread the word, please share it with others, post about it on social media, and or rate and review it. Of course, you can also follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, and email us at info at Workplace Wake Up, including its guests and hosts, do not provide legal advice in this podcast. Do not act upon any of the information discussed in this podcast without consulting a licensed attorney in your jurisdiction. 